Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And I'm Murray. Yes, you are. And uh, we are live from Walt Disney World on one coast and um, Orange County, California on the other coast. How is everybody tonight? Very warm. Oh, how warm is it there? Um, I think it was 80 degrees the last I checked. Okay, so that's actually warmer than it is here right now. Oh, that's, well, I mean, also time difference. Well, uh, yeah, no, minor technicality. Uh, it's it's only 75 degrees here right now, and it's lovely. It's actually been a really nice day here in Florida, but we're not going to talk about that yet. We'll come back to that later because the big news of today is what you actually covered, Katie, and uh, that was the big press event that Disney executives had from the Disney Parks and Resorts and, what is it, pro- par- Parks, Resorts, Experiences, and Products? Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway, it's all of that team. parks, experiences, and products. Thank you. Resorts Don't need resorts. Perfect. I'm thinking the old way. Um, so Josh DiMauro and team, that's the best way to go, uh-huh. had a press conference today, and you, Katie, covered it for us. So tell us about what happened during this press event and uh, um, what was the gist of it all. So the biggest thing that I had to retrain myself is that they would not call it a press event. They called it a safety briefing. Oh, good. <laughs> Like 20 times. They never said press conference. They never said event. They always said safety briefing, huh. uh, which I thought was very interesting. Uh, I think because they had Josh DiMauro, uh, they had Patrick Finnegan, who is the vice president of Disney California Adventure Park in downtown Disney. And they hmm. also had someone from Walt Disney World and then someone from Walt Disney World Hotels. Okay. So Walt Disney World, they were talking about the changes that they have encountered and how they've changed hours, how they've changed safety protocol hotels. They talked a lot about the NBA bubble, (laughs) which I think is kind of funny. Um, But everyone was focusing on the West coast stuff, obviously Uh, what it comes down to is that Disneyland is ready to open. They have everything in place. They are going to be using reservations like Walt Disney world is. So you will have to reserve your entrance to the park. I don't think anyone's surprised by that. Uh, they will be extending mobile order to more places, which I'm super excited about. I, I like that. Order. Anyway. Um, and something that I think is great is that they are currently in the process of securing COVID testing for cast members. Um, so it'll be super accessible and it'll be covered. Um, but they stressed multiple times that Disneyland is ready and they have everything in place. Uh, and Josh Diamaro said the same thing of we're ready you just need to tell us what to do and i think that's kind of the whole point of the safety briefing was proving we have done it in walt disney world let us do it in california now correct me if i'm wrong isn't bob Iger on like the commission for california that like they're working on plans for reopening i think so isn't that right murray uh I don't know if he still is because that might have passed, but he oh, was okay. originally. Everything's changed. <laughs> right. But because I think like Tim Cook had been as well. Oh, and they just decided they didn't want to anymore or what? Uh, there's, or um, I think it was like way back in April, May. Oh, early on. Okay. Yeah. Um, so do you think, Katie, since you covered this for us, that this really was an event all about, hey, let us open or let us at least know what the game plan is and, um, like, get with it, California kind of a thing? 
I think it's the same thing that the there was a joint Anaheim Garden Grove Santa Ana press conference. Yeah, I think last Friday. Pretty much the same thing of we are just holding a press conference asking the state of California to reopen. They want to uh, communicate. Yeah. Uh, I think that a safety briefing like the one today would have been a lot more powerful if they had included SeaWorld and Knots and Legoland and Six Flags, like really included all of the theme park. I get why they didn't. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, that's why Santa Ana was also there and Garden Grove was there because they're all affected by theme park tourism, not just Disneyland's. And I have to wonder if each of those companies will have their own subsequent, hey, hey, oh, let us know how to open meetings coming forward. Safety meetings, safety briefings. Safety briefings. Yes, that one. I hope this doesn't go on long enough for us to see every theme park do their own safety briefing. Um, I also would be very interested in, like, what, say... um, well, Knott's has Cedar Fair and SeaWorld has other locations and Six Flags has other locations. But I'd be interested in, like, what Adventure City has to say in a safety briefing. Because they can't be like, hey, we've done this before. You know what I mean? Because they haven't. They haven't. Yeah. I would be fascinated to see, like, the independent theme parks in California doing a safety briefing. Because that I think that'd be amazing. Camelot Miniature Golf. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So I have a question for both of you. Um, Katie, you covered the briefing today. Murray, you've been at Walt Disney World. Um, Do you think Disney, through actions and then through briefings like this, has proven that this is something that should be open, or do you think you should push it off for an indefinite period? And ladies first. So I've I've taken some flack this week because I think Disneyland should reopen. I think that it's kind of silly that is the only theme park or the only Disney park as a Friday in the world that's not open. I think that if everyone else could open, especially Walt Disney World, I don't see a reason why Disneyland should still be closed. Especially if they're saying Orange County is going to go down to the orange tier next week. Yeah. And and I'm going to just add to this is I've observed you and and I kind of know how you run is you are one of the most... um, I'm going to say conservative when it comes to COVID for things reopening. Like you have been very like, Hey, not comfortable with this. And the fact (laughs) that you're saying this and getting flack for it is kind of odd because really you're on the other side of that coin most of the time. And so I actually think that says a lot. Uh, Murray, what do you think about all of this? I think if they had like back in July, when they had originally planned to be open, I was on the fence. I didn't like, I didn't, feel like that maybe was entirely a safe time. I think now in moving forward, I, you know, granted probably not in a week. Um, do I think it's, it's a wisest idea to just suddenly open up the floodgates to, to Disneyland. But, um, I, I think, you know, like by next month, I think, um, having Disney world open has been safe and, and they, I'm sure they, they pointed out, um, in the safety briefing, I was about to say press conference, safety <laughs> briefing, that uh, there hasn't been any cases linked and not even, I mean, I mean, not even Disney World, just other theme parks. So there hasn't been cases linked to that. So I think it's it's been pretty safe. So um, I've, Disney's one of the places that I feel safe at. I don't feel safe going to my local Target. So <laughs> that, you know. That's yeah. for sure. 
Well, and I think that's completely fair. And um, I will admit I had a very let's wait and see how Disney does in Florida with this trip in general of like, yeah, there's a risk here. And I'm curious to see how risky it feels once you get here. And because you see what people post and you pe- see what people say, but you're like, is it really this way or did you miss it that much that anything would be good? And and it really is like uh, it's really fascinating watching how Disney operates through this era. And um, it is not our traditional Disney. It's it's literally seeing everybody is on custodial now. Like you see people in all sorts of different costumes coming up with these little spray bottles and white rags that look brand new. Cause I'm pretty sure they're throwing them away or, or washing them after every use. And they're, they're washing a, a, um, a railing or they're washing a place people might stand or sit or put their, their hands inadvertently, or, or you're seeing, um, like there's just so many like tables being washed before you can sit on them again. Like they have to be sterilized before another group comes to them. Um, and you see the, the guys going through the bathroom that much more to clean them. And, and you just see this over and over and over again in face masks and masks and the enforcement of the masks. Like I've heard lots of people say, oh, there's no way they'll enforce it. And in my argument before that was like, well, they're doing a pretty good job at knots. And then I watched what they're doing here and they went from pretty good job to like really impressive job to like they're they're very much polite about it, but they're also getting their way. Like they're not stopping. And, you know, they basically just politely um, keep asking until you comply. And I'm sure at some point that changes to a like, Hey, we're getting security now. But, um, but the cast members rank and file out here have been very like, um, above and beyond worried about safety in a very kind way. Is that a safe way to say it, Murray? Mm-hmm. And, and so this has really kind of opened my eyes because I think honestly, if you can do it here, and we've seen some of the people that don't want to comply that have ended up complying anyway, I think if you can do it here, which, you know, it's just a different environment, you can probably do it at Disneyland. And um, it's just a matter of if they get to do it at Disneyland anytime soon. So um, this is the great moment that Bailey loves so much is when do you think... <laughs> <laughs> the question we've been asking for the last six months now, literally, when do you think Disneyland might actually reopen? Ladies we first. This last week. I know, but things keep changing, but not really. Um, I am going, I think I said by November 15th, and I think I'm going to stick to that, okay. um, mainly because they have to retrain a whole lot of people. Murray? Um, I'm, I'm not going to give an exact date. I think it's just the hope that it's by the end of the year. That, that's just in, in general. Of, I, I think, um, and I've heard a lot of uh, the use of a whole story that I'm not going to get into, that it's good to hope, but it's, it's not good to pick an exact date, actually. <laughs> so, um, sorry, Katie, that was no... <laughs> no. But yeah, um, I think my hope First is by the end of the year. I'd like to argue now. <laughs> okay, go for it. <laughs> oh, okay. Counterpoint, you're wrong. Is that what Counterpoint, you, you are wrong. <laughs> Mike, if, if you want to, you want to push it, Katie. Go for it. Um, I'm actually, I'm hoping by the end of the year now too, because I actually think it's not a Disney issue at this point, and I have never 
like I'm sure they have at some point, but in recent memory, I cannot remember Disney coming out so strongly um, against the government and, and saying, hey, get your act together, which is basically what I heard being said today from, what were we, 3,000 miles away, 2,500 miles away? I don't know how far away we are from California. 3,000. 3,000, like, and, and that was really a surprising thing to me because um, not unexpected. In fact, I had a few friends that were doing group texts the last few days of like, hey, there's a press conference coming up. I bet they're going to announce the opening. And and I was really trying to like measure expectations of like, hey, I noticed that the governor is not in this press conference. I don't think they're announcing the opening. I actually think they're going to tell the, the governor that they want to know how to open. And, um, and, and that kind of played out that way, but, uh, because he wasn't there and because he's been radio silent all day, I really do wonder, like, there's no way to predict this at this point. And, and that's where I'm kind of like, I just hope by the end of the year, like it would be kind of sad if it was January, 2021, before we get back to the parks or February or worse. Um, but that would be a year. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and I can't imagine like what that would do to the company, what that would do more importantly to the cast members that are out of work for that long. Um, because as much as it's about a paycheck, it's also about a purpose. Like you go in and you make people happy and, and that's a part of your, your job when you go work at a place like Disney. And I just think that's something that's ridiculously important and positive and really, um, you know, it's not just a job, like you're making people happy and that's something that that's needed so much now. So, um, I hope it's by the end of the year. Like I, I would love my initial date of October 15th to be right. I just don't know that it is because I don't think the governor has given enough information to pull that off. All right, let's move on. Does that sound good to you too? Yeah. All right. Um, this last week, we got a new trailer for The Mandalorian. It was awesome. I'm just going to start with that. And it gave us a tease at what we're going to see in season two of The Mandalorian. So I'm going to ask a twofold question, and each of you can go. First off, what do you like best overall? So not a specific thing, but just like, what did you like about The Mandalorian season one? And then what did this trailer give you? to look forward to in season two. How was that for a different question than normal? Katie's like, Oh no, that's not what I was expecting you to ask. No, (laughs) we're supposed to ask what I liked the best about the trailer. Uh, That's my question. It's a lot of information. It is. Mumi, you can go first. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry Uh, that I called you Mumi. (laughs) Um, what I liked about season one was the child. Uh, what I'm looking forward to in season two is more of the child. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an easy way to keep it. Fair. I, I mean, I can expand a little bit, but yeah, do it, know. please. <laughs> um, my word, I, I, I will admit to saying like the child in season one was one of the most adorable things I've ever seen in my entire life. Brilliant. So, um, I like the from the trailer. Um, I feel like that the, they're giving him more personality, which is wonderful. Like it's not just like he he seems to be growing because I there's. Sorry if you haven't if anybody is watching and hasn't seen the trailer, but go watch it right now and yeah. we'll finish the show. <laughs> it's it's towards the towards the end. It was just this moment where like oh my gosh he got more adorable. Like I think the Mandalorian's about to like attack people. 
and you just see the child like hit a button and just closes his <laughs> pod and it's like oh oh my gosh <laughs> so good so yeah okay katie how do you follow that well um i've said it once and i'll say it, say it a thousand times mandalorian is one of my favorite pieces of star wars canon like period That's i actually brilliant. just got a new pop socket on my phone it's the mandalorian um <laughs> i really love mando i love the world building that they do um i love the take of the non-jedi non-force perspective of star wars just like the normal people who have things to do and there's magic somewhere else happening i love it like i love it i love it so much um what i am very excited about in season two that we see in the trailer is i love that they are going to go to the jedi um because uh in star wars the the three trilogies we have i feel like it is written in you know how history is written by the victors that's how the star wars trilogies feel it feels like it is written by the jedi they're like here's how we paint the jedi to look good yay yay jedi we love them i like it from a different view of we aren't jedi we don't care what they do they want the child we don't like that <laughs> like i love it so i'm super duper excited uh for that and i want to know if that's sabine wren if it's not i'm just super excited about jedi or if it leads to a connection with Sabine Wren, because yes. she could be another person yeah. that's associated with her. Um, I think too, there's a lot of potential with the whole Jedi thing that's that's coming from the outside that could be super cool, especially if they can't find the Jedi and they end up finding other people instead, which could be really cool. Um, I think there's probably some interesting connections between Mandalorian developing and also the rise of Skywalker particularly in how the um, emperor was returned to his position and his life and whatever you want to call whatever it is that he was, um, I guess a clone of some sort, but creepy beyond belief. I think that's probably the best description. Um, but clearly the scientist was very interested in the child in the first season. And so I feel like that's a threat that's just going to keep building as we move forward. Um, and so I think that can be really cool. I think the world building definitely is a huge thing to look forward to in second season um, as they explore the galaxy together, looking for the child's kind, family, whatever. And I think there's a lot more of Star Wars connections to be had there, whether it's with Clone Wars, with Rebels, with the movies, you name it, future shows. I think that's all things to be really excited about. Um, I am curious, do you guys have any concerns about season two? I I just had this thought um, because obviously this happens in a timeline where Yoda is no longer alive. Um, I just had this thought of like Yoda what showing up as a ghost <laughs> out of nowhere, and the Mandalorian being like, "What is that?" Um, That'd be cool. That, that would be concerning um, if Force Ghost Yoda showed up and set more things on fire. But maybe it's Grandpa Yoda with Baby Yoda. <laughs> would it be precious yes would i also sit there and go what is going on baby yoda's grandpa showed up for all we know yoda had kids <laughs> no no i could be wrong i don't think he did because that's not really the jedi way but um you know or he's a clone of yoda who knows 
Um, I don't know. Like anything's possible. It's Star Wars. Um, what do you do? You have any concerns for second season, Murray? I I noticed in the trailer. I forgot their names, but the um, this is. I mean, it's terrible. But the two. Uh, the two at the end <laughs> that were with him but stayed. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. It's, you know, it's a late hour here. From season um, one. But from season one, and then they're in the trailer. I mean, we knew that they were coming back, but I think just the fact that at the end of season one, there was a sort of parting, and it's like, yeah, maybe we'll see each other. And, and like, the Mandalorian just takes off for unknown parts, basically. So... So that to say, my concern is just it's going to be too convenient for them to come back Show in up. and just, yeah, and like, you know, okay, we're part of your band now. And dude, we're getting the band back together. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know, we didn't have anything else to do. Like, yeah, all right. So we ran out of money, so we created a cantina band, and we'd like you to be in it. <laughs> we heard that song today, by the way. Mm-hmm. Played oh. live. The Disney Society of what is it? Oh, the Disney Orchestra Society. That's what it was. Yeah, I was like in I don't my know head. Even uh-huh. though you can't park hop, and I knew you were at Hollywood Studios today. In my head, it was Sunny Eclipse. No, no, I awesome. wish that that would be pretty cool because we can't. I just hop. imagined Sunny Eclipse with a little space saxophone. <laughs> that would be good. Maybe he should get a cartoon. I think that is an unexplored Disney Plus series is mm-hmm. Sunny Eclipse and his Space Angels. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it's part of the Star Wars canon. I like this idea. I think it's a fantastic plan. Um, all right. So let's let's keep moving along. Chalk Walk was announced today that it is virtual. The registration is open. So you can go to chalkwalk.org slash dapsmagic. Each of you in 50 words or less say why they should go and join the daps magic team you think i count my words no i'm just saying like i was creating unreasonable expectations you know <laughs> joke um helping oh, kids that's what it was good. helping kids is good and we have fun yeah all right Murray, you're up um i think that one it is one of the the best causes to be part of um, because of it, we've known people that it's helped. Um, I don't know how many words this is, uh, but care. then also, <laughs> um, even though it's virtual, there's definitely ways to make it really fun. And it sounds like they're, they're going to make it fun with a virtual celebration. So, uh, I like that it's virtual yeah. personally, cause we can have anybody from anywhere around the world join our team. Mm-hmm. So like, you could be literally anywhere and you could go to chalkwalk.org slash magic and join our team. And so I think this is the year to break records. This is the year to have the biggest team. Like we can just go crazy with this and it'd be awesome. If you, well, granted, you know, it's virtual, not going to be a Disneyland. However, you could even come over to Disney World during your time. And walk through it, the parks. And walk through these parks. So that's a great idea. I think it's a good idea. In fact, we'll just start walking now, and it'll be a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so go to chalkwalk.org slash dabsmagic. Join our team. It'll be fantastic. And, and let's make this a record-breaking year. 
All right, you said Disney Plus. It's stuck in my head now, and it reminded me that WandaVision put out its first trailer. It's going to be here later this year. Katie's excited about it. Talk about it. Go. So I'm, I know I'm not the most qualified person to talk about this, but I'm super excited. Um, the trailer made multiple comic book references. You get to see Scarlet Witch in her traditional comic book um, outfit. You get to see Vision in his uh, traditional comic book outfit. And uh, in the beginning, when Wanda is pouring from the wine bottle, it says House of M in French, which is the name of a comic series uh, where I know this. Are you surprised? I think you're a little bit uh, Depending on what you say, I'll be surprised. <laughs> well, I actually talked about this last night with a barista who is much, much smarter than me, and they know a lot about comics. Uh, but um, something to do with mutants. Mm-hmm. And it's an entirely new timeline that Wanda creates, and it actually affects things. But the trailer definitely left a lot of questions, but I am super excited. Awesome. Murray, what did you think? Uh, it's really funny. I think I, I'm having the opposite reaction. I'm excited, but for for other reasons, I think that most people are having uh, because of knowing comic books a lot. Um, there's a lot of references. However, this is one of the first times, or or really, in some ways, the first time they are like going off script, so to speak, from comics. Like, there's nothing that's referencing an exact comic plot. And and that's really intriguing to me. I have no idea where it's going at all. So, I mean, there is a House of M reference, but it has to do with mutants. So it's like there's no mutants. So I don't yes. know what's happening there. So is it possible this could be the missing link between the Fox X-Men mutants thing and the, like, could they use this as a tool to pull everything together? And Katie, you can answer as soon as he says either yes or no. <laughs> I'm going to say no. Okay. Actually, Katie, go I ahead. personally don't think so. I okay. don't because they're calling this a mini series. Mm-hmm. I personally don't think that they would use it to do that. I also forgot to mention that the thing I am most excited about is um, I don't remember her name. She plays Leslie Nope's campaign manager uh, in Parks and Recreation. Uh, they will not name what character she's playing. So what's uh, that name? She is the one that in the trailer. Oh, says, am I dead? Because yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. They will not disclose her character name, hmm. which is fascinating to me. Like, I've checked IMDb. I've checked websites. They will not list what character she's playing, which I think is fascinating. Um, because to me, that says that she is somebody and they don't want to give it away. Yeah, that sounds important. But also her character has just been fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked her character in the trailer. I think she adds the dynamic and, like, the spice that... Wanda and Vision can sometimes kind of lack. There's a quirkiness uh, to it, yeah. Yes. So I that's like a giant question mark for me that I'm super excited to see. Um, do we know how many ser- or how many episodes are in the series, miniseries? I think six. That would make sense to me. I don't know though. They just said that it's coming out in December. They haven't released episode numbers, anything like that. I'm sure we will get that very soon. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's going to be really interesting. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see how it connects to future Marvel movies, too, because we know that this will continue to connect as we're used to with the MCU. Um, do you have any final thoughts of excitement or concerns with this show? Nope. 
Okay. Yay. All right. Well, that is very good. Um, as we wrap up tonight, uh, we should probably take note that uh, we are at Walt Disney World. And uh, we have been putting up a vlog every day as technology allows. We're going to continue to do so. Um, it has been a challenge, but that is okay. We haven't had a lightning storm yet, which is disappointing. Um, we've gotten rain, but that's not the same. I want a lightning storm because you got, you got an earthquake, Katie. But we didn't get a thunderstorm. <laughs> Tell me about it. I got an earthquake. It was 1130 at night. I was asleep. Okay. The really well. terrible thing was that I had I had taken melatonin, and so I was asleep. And the thing is, once you wake up, you, you don't go back to sleep. Come asleep again. You don't go. Oh, I sleepy. No, I was up, and I had been like up, and I got out of bed. I was up for like three or four hours. Okay. After. Yeah. That's, that's not so fun. Things are not fun, man. I kind of think they are a little bit, but. That's okay. I'm just a little bit weird like that. Um, so hopefully we get a thunderstorm before we go back. And uh, Murray, what have you, you enjoyed the most about this trip so far? Uh, that's, a, that's actually a hard question. Um, I know. Uh, all of it, except for some transportation. How about that? Transportation has been a challenge. That is that is true. That is the one big challenge I've seen here. Um, Katie, you've seen our, our social media posts and whatnot. Um, what has been your takeaway so far? Um, that's a good question. I wasn't I prepared for that one. I know. I'm just um, making this up as we go along. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, my takeaway is that you've had rain every day. <laughs> <laughs> that is accurate. I feel like every time I see a post on social media, it is from the rain. Uh, okay. But it seems like you're having a lot of fun, which is good. This is uh, true. Yes. Awesome. Katie, we are out of time. Would you please get us out of here? So you could go to dapsmagic.com. You can check out all the stories that we talked about tonight. Um, you can check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens. Hopefully there will be a Disney reopening announcement soon. You could subscribe to our mailing list. And find our Patreon and also find all of our social media. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, daps underscore magic, uh, or at the Geeks Corner on Twitter. Or you can find us on Instagram at daps magic and at Geeks Corner. No special things there, just as is. That is very true. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel as we are posting those vlogs daily. As I mentioned, we've also got a lot of other fun videos that we'll get up as quickly as we possibly can. It is a challenge because it's a lot of media to get through, but we promise we will get it up as quickly as we possibly can. But that is all the time we have for you tonight. We are on the East Coast. It's getting late. So uh, we hopefully, if we can, we'll see you in the parks again real soon. We'll see you around the corner, everybody. Bye.